0: Get set.
1: You ready to uh drive to California tomorrow? As ready as I'm gonna be. I mean it's like we we gotta go, so You don't have to go. If you don't no, wanna go, it's don't fine, go. no, it's it's we're it's it's fine. I like I'm I've been looking forward to the time away. Welcome back. To a brand new episode of Full Metal RPG, episode sixty-four. I'm your host, Adam Sink. With me, as always, is Brendan Carrion. How's it going, Brendan? What
0: up? How you been, buddy? Been all right.
1: It's been a weird, weird week. Fucking sucky in week, the dude. RPG community.
0: Yeah, man, it has not been good times. There's so much drama in these RPGs. As it said, as it says, as they said in uh, Seven Thirty Rock, it is not smiles times. It is. Definitely not smiles time. No,
1: is, it is shitty behavior and call out
0: time. Yeah, man. Um, the 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 uh, the shit kind of hit the fan on Sunday night, huh? And and, and today is Thursday. It's Valentine's Day, Adam. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm spending Valentine's Day with my Valentine, Warhammer. That's right. Which is so we're very near to the thing that we love, which is great. Which is great. Robudi um,
1: Gulliman, will you be my Valentine?
0: Ooh, he. I think I bet he's a surprisingly tender man. He probably is. He seems like he
1: would be a a gentle lover.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Gentle and respectful, which is comes right to the heart of. But also makes you feel safe with those big arms. those Big arms. Those inhumanly long arms. How does he fit into that suit? Anyway, so uh, I don't know if you guys out there in full metal RPG world follow the like RPG news or whatever, but um, on Sunday night, uh, Zach S's ex girlfriend Mandy Morbid, Mandy Morbid, released a uh, statement about his behavior, and um, the whole sort of Zach S House of Cards proceeded to just disintegrate before our very eyes. Am I right, Adam? This is true
1: because it was backed up by statements from three other former. Do we want to call them girlfriends, associates, lovers, lovers?
0: We can be. We can be forthright, lovers.
1: So, yeah, and it and it all kind of came together. And he, leading up to this, he's always had this kind of like edgy, bad boy outsider kind of image. He's picked a lot of fights online with a. Uh, other people in the tabletop RPG industry, and he's had a lot of big names come to his defense as well, like true. Merles and uh, uh, Ken Height, and, and so on. Um, and so, there's always been kind of this low key undercurrent of like of him acting in a uncouth fashion or, or, or in a particularly aggressive, in your face fashion.
0: And this 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 behavior is is both well known and well documented, right? Um Now. You might be thinking to yourself as a cultist, you might be thinking, but Brendan, you had him on your show. We did have him
1: on the show. We interviewed him.
0: We interviewed him for Demon City. Uh, and We backed Demon City. We backed Demon City. And I think even in the episodes... Leading up to our interview with him, I think that we discussed his work a great deal, and I think I may have used words such as genius to describe him. We've been pretty effusive with
1: some of his Lamentations projects, like Vornheim and Red and Pleasant Land. There
0: there can be no argument. I would not even attempt to walk back my enthusiasm for uh, Zach Sabbath as a creator. But that's over now. Am I right? Yes, so I went on to the Demon
1: City page because they posted an update about, hey, if, if these allegations are troubling to you and you don't want your copy, uh, we'll retain it and then we will resell it and then donate the profits from the second sale to charity. So I told them, go ahead and just keep my copy, take my name out of the backer list and resell my copy, uh, which effectively forfeits the money that I spent backing the project and the money that I paid to have them ship it to me, which they don't have to ship it now, so they can also double-dip on the shipping uh, when they send it out to whoever ultimately does end up buying it, if anyone ends up buying it.
0: Yeah, and we kind of discussed this earlier. Um, I did the same. I asked for my name to be removed from the uh, backer list uh, from the... NPC name generator.
1: They're not even going to release that. That oh, was just did going they to say be an that? online tool. And they said the work is done, but it's not even going to be released. Okay, good. So now what they're doing, uh, they post an update today, update 37. Oh, did it's they? It's going to be opt in if you still want to be listed in the credits as a backer.
0: Oh, wonderful.
1: So Okay, I didn't even see that. That must have least, been like since noon today. Yeah, they they dropped that one not too long ago. So now it's going to be an opt in for I still want my name listed and I. Th- I'm not – I don't remember, so I, I can't say if I, I – I'm not sure if it's an opt-in for I still want my copy. Interesting. So we shall see how that all ends up shaking out.
0: Yeah, um, it's dark, man. It's really dark. Uh, you know, we won't sit here and belabor the point of, like, trying to tell you guys what was in Mandy Morbid's statement uh, – if you want to read it, it's easily found uh, on the Twitterverse on the Facebook,
1: or it was originally posted. The
0: Facebook verse. <clears throat> I'm sure that it's also been archived elsewhere. But yeah, it's not very long. It's a quick read. Uh, her her portion of it is a is a is a pretty easy read too. It's not. I wouldn't say that it's like super triggering or, or or super dark or anything. It um it's definitely full of dis- very 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 disturbing information. Um. So, so as I was saying, we have decided to move on from Zach Sabbath. Um, we want to apologize for any role that we have played in exacerbating his behavior or increasing his reach. We definitely came to Zach Sabbath feeling like he was a transgressive artist. And an outsider and because he was a transgressive artist and because he was an outsider we felt like people had strong feelings about him and sometimes those strong feelings get kind of like uh, pushed through the filter of the internet and they become hyperbole and we just really didn't know how much of what we were reading about him was hyperbole and conspiracy theory and how much of it was just just raw truth i feel like at this point we can turn the page on all of that He is who a lot of people said he was, and in order to have a scene that is safe and open for everyone, we cannot tolerate that type of behavior, even if we believe in the art that that person is creating, and I do believe in that art. I think it was very, very good art, but the price of it is not worth what we would have to give up. And so I don't think that we should. So I'm not getting my copy of Demon City. I won't be running any, you know, Red and Pleasant Land anytime soon. Man, I got a fucking brand new copy of Frostbitten and Mutilated just sitting on, on my on my shelf yeah. unread. I picked up a bunch of that stuff at Gen Con last yeah. year.
1: And so now the question is, what do you do with it,
0: right? yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not quite as troubled with those questions as with like the other kind of future work. Right. You know that stuff. It's kind of a sunk
1: cost at this point. But then again, mm-hmm. so is Demon City, and I'm refusing it.
0: Right. But I mean, you don't have it in your hand yet. It's at true. At this point, you know. I mean, because there's been
1: a lot. There's just been a lot of troubling behavior out of the, out of the, OSR crowd and OSR luminaries. Leading up to this, and even prior to this,
0: and I'm really happy you bring that up, man. Uh, would you like to care to expand on that?
1: Sure. So, there's been some allegations against other people in the OSR community. If you want to go out and find them, that that's fine as well. And I know personally, for me, leading up to this, there was you know the the head of uh, Lamentations of Flame Princess, you know, effectively announcing his support of a guy who wants a, a white Euro state like a white ethno state in Europe. Um, and, and, you know, supporting this guy and, and posting publicly about his support of this figure and, and Jordan Peterson. It's so, so like some an
0: op-ed of, ed writer, right? The, the, this, this person you're talking about, some yes. op-ed writer. And, who, and, and, and there's and a also of Jordan Peterson and Jordan some other Peterson. figures who
1: are, who are in that dark web, uh, crowd. Mm-hmm. And, and so I decided at that point I was, you know, I, in good conscience, I'm, I'm not going to support the lamentations anymore because, uh, I'm not comfortable with those kind of uh, figures and, and what they represent. And now the Zach, the Zach S thing comes out, and it's just kind. It's it, and there are good people in the OSR community.
0: Yeah, uh, but Diogo, our uh, homie Diogo, he's an OSR guy, and he's a great guy, right? And but the question that I had to
1: answer was: when I engage in OSR, when I personally interact with OSR, am I supporting these other figures and? the behaviors they engage in and how they act and the way they comport themselves and and how they behave. And the answer that I came back with was uh, that I am. And so I should probably stop.
0: I mean, here's the thing like my, okay. So I kind of got back into role playing because of OSR and I got back into role playing because of Lamentations of the flame princess. And I got very deep into Lamentations of the flame princess because of Zach S this is all back in like 2015 and um, it, it bums me out in this huge way. When I was at my sort of like my lowest point writing Ravenous and I just desperately wanted to give up on the whole project, Zach S actually came onto my Facebook page and encouraged me to keep writing and encouraged me to, to keep creating and to, to push boundaries on horror. And now I'm sitting here on my own podcast like denouncing him. This is a hard day. This has been a hard week. It's been like, on some level, it's like it's like the death of a dream. You know what I'm saying? Because what attracted me to the OSR community was that it seemed like a place where there was home for transgressive, boundary-pushing art. And then everybody's kind of made it seem like, well, no, it's not really. It's like a bunch of edgelords who are just like, you know, kind of hateful and, and problematic towards women.
1: Right. That's uh, what I've heard is it's baked into the aesthetic.
0: And and I I went to the math for these guys on many occasions, and I was like, "No, you don't understand it. You just don't understand it. Sorry, you don't understand these 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 problematic characters. Sometimes society needs problematic characters. To, we can't all be lemmings, people. You know what I'm saying? And then guess what? It turns out, you know, Reggie has has these political views that I just I just cannot get on board with. I cannot support him. And uh, and then after that. You know, Zach is unmasked as being exactly who everybody said he was, and I can't support that. So, um
1: it's yeah, and it's been just across the board though, because it's not just them, right? Uh, and even if you were to go out of OSR, Zach's got a contributor credit on Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Mm. Zach was involved in uh, the v- Vampire V five and the Vampire the Masquerade uh, video game that he wrote the the mobile game. Right. Um. So his reach has has touched a lot of corners of the role-playing scene. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's not, you know, there's also uh, Matt McFarlane and, you know, all these other figures where it's,
0: like... Okay. Well, I mean, and what, what, what you're talking about then, at that point we move past OSR and we're talking about the sort of, like, the hidden rot. Right. That's at the middle at of the... the r-
1: core of <laughs> everything.
0: Yeah, and I mean, um, a lot of people are talking about, like, Gen Con and PAX and Origins mm-hmm. being, like, unsafe spaces for a lot of people. I, God, I mean, I we're at this point we're, tra- we're we're biting off like a really big. We are. We should really probably dial it back. Yeah, but it's, yeah. Even
1: locally, though, there's people who, when you talk about wanting to build a safe community or like safe spaces for for you know women gamers or, or minority, they get they get upset about Dude, it.
0: Dude, it's crazy. They get
1: very just. Oh, you, tell you know? yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's, uh, it's what do you want, guys? What are you looking for?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um. It's just it's just been a disappointing week, and uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess we have to say the thing. We have to say the thing that uh, the the you know, in, in order for people to understand the points that we're trying to make, I will I will here's 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 my here's my counter my counterpoint. Okay, I feel like a lot of people on the internet have a, a, some pretty some pretty bad problems with reading comprehension. Okay, uh, one of the people who's getting dragged into all this nonsense is Mark Diaz Truman, who who I can't fucking believe people are going after him he's like one of the nicest guys he's he he walks the walk he's it's unbelievable what an open-minded forward-thinking person he is and now people are going after him and trying to nail him to the wall because he wrote a uh he wrote an opinion piece about decorum on the internet two years ago two years ago and at no point in the deco- in the piece did he say, oh, you know what, everybody's so hard on Zach Sabbath, God, we just need to have a beer with the guy and chill out a little bit. He- at no point does he say that. At no point.
1: It was when you go after him in an aggressive fashion, it makes other creators feel less safe, right? That was kind of the crux of it. I, th-
0: I think I think the point is, is that he was trying to say, like, Zach Sabbath acts in a particular way, and I don't work with him, and I don't want to work with other people who act in that way. And it's just kind of like I don't understand what the problem with that is, you know. I mean, I understand that there was some stuff in that in that post about like naming people and s- so on, but but attempting to somehow uh, drag MDT is the equivalent of of scrubbing Al Franken out of the Congress because a Republican is ru- is running a child molester, you know? The Republicans never apologized for their child molester candidate, but the Democrats made sure that Al Franken wasn't on the floor anymore. You know what I'm saying?
1: but should he have been? I mean, the allegations were piling up against him, too. That is true. He should have left. Like, I don't think he necessarily should have been, and people are still trying to pu- punish uh, Karen Gildebrand for that as well. Like, her her call for him to resign. She wasn't the first one to call for him to resign or the only one, but for whatever reason, she's the one that everybody's decided to go after. I don't know. It's yeah. it's a weird situation. We it live is in weird. weird times. We live in dark times. It's it's a, this weird call out culture and toxic masculinity and all of these forces that are kind of swirling together that are creating this just cesspool of unpleasantness.
0: It's true. It's really true. And. um that's not us trying to condemn anybody who's like calling anyone out. If you're calling you know, if, if if you're trying to make the the internet and the gaming scene like a safer place and you feel like you have to be aggressive in order to do that, like I understand that because some you know, we live in times where it's like you can't just be nice about stuff anymore. You know? You have to you have to get your brass knuckles out and be ready to rumble because that's just the world that we're living in right now.
1: It's true. And if you, you know wanna stay a fan of Zack for whatever reason, I- all right, that's a personal decision that you're making. It's not the decision I'm making. It's <laughs> right. the decision you're making as long as you're comfortable with it, that's fine. So you don't feel the don't feel the need to justify yourselves to us. You don't have to. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily, I don't need to, you don't need my stamp of approval. You sure for your don't. Behavior.
0: And um uh and here's the thing is I think he's going to continue having a career. I think he, you know, I was talking to some I was talking to you today and and, and, and I I just I think that there's a lot of people out there we're going to keep reading his books. There they're certainly gonna-
1: seem to be a large number of people who don't care and aren't troubled by the allegations or who flat out think that they're false. And so that's on them. If that's the conclusion they come to, okay.
0: I, anybody? <laughs> if, if that's your conclusion on the world, I, I think you need to take a long and hard look in the mirror at like how you would feel if... You know, you took out the names of Mandy Morbid and the other associated characters, and put in the names of the females that you care about in your life. And if you uh, if you can do that, and you still don't care, I don't know. I think I think you got a bigger <laughs> problem than what role playing books you're reading, pal. You're, but that's not just gonna, me. You're not going to
1: teach just, people empathy. I'm, I'm giving up man. a long time ago.
0: <sighs> anyway, so you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, everyone. Um, we believe. Mandy Morbid, we believe uh, uh Jennifer, Hannah, and Vivka um we're not supporting Zach Sabbath any further on this show. We won't be reviewing any of his materials. We'll be running any of his games. We won't be referring to him as a genius. Um We
1: will leave the episode up with a disclaimer attached to it. Yeah. So, if you want to go back and listen to it for whatever reason, feel free. It's still going. To, we're not trying to scrub the guy or deplatform him or take him off the internet. And um yeah, and if you're troubled by it and you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. Uh, yeah. Don't feel like you need to go D- yeah. and listen to it. So D- don't don't like push you'll gain some insight you don't want to listen to. Right. Don't think you'll gain some new insight by listening to it.
0: Right, right. Um, it's basically it's just a fluff piece for uh Demon City. for Demon City. So if you don't want to listen to a fluff piece for Demon City, don't listen to it. Um however, you know, I have I have a personal feeling, while well, I've said many times, I made the joke on this show many times, um, that what we're doing isn't hard journalism. Right? It isn't. However, the internet is a sort of historical record of times and places and experiences, and that was a time and a place and experience. And the historical record of it, I'm, I want to keep up because I don't believe in scrubbing historical records to make them somehow more palatable for future generations. Um, I think the best thing you can do is throw a, uh, you throw a disclaimer on it because, I mean, you just find yourself in a real pickle. It's not possible to make everyone happy. It's not. Like, for instance, say I'm Disney, and i have a bunch of racist comic books sitting around if i release them for contemporary consumption i'm promoting racism if i scrub them i'm whitewashing history of my own of my own brand so what do i do the best thing I guess you can do is put a disclaimer on it and say, here it is, here is the thing, look at the thing, draw your own conclusions, you know? That uh, was the so. Warner
1: Brothers approach with the old Looney Tunes cartoons, right? They they threw a disclaimer on them. Did they? Yeah, whereas Disney was like, Song of the South doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Disney, we know it exists out there, you hypocrites next to Walt's frozen
1: head in the vaults <laughs> we know, we know
0: <sighs> so um yeah man, it's been a rough week uh, things started getting crappy on Sunday they got really crappy on Monday Tuesday was like whatever. Wednesday was mostly boring. And then at the end, there was more crappiness. Now here we are. It's Thursday, Valentine's Day, which if you're in like a loving relationship where like, I don't know, you guys are firing on all cylinders, maybe today's a really great day for you. If you're not, today's probably kind of a bummer. Um, And tomorrow, you know, we are getting in the car. Me, Adam, Heather, and we're driving to beautiful, sunny Southern California, where we'll be at OrcCon. Los Angeles, California. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, uh, it's my it's my hope to maybe get a little chance to edit some of this in the car, post it when we get there, and uh, if you're in Los Angeles and you're listening to our voice, come down to Orccon. you can find all the little deets on that, on Facebook, just come down, hang out with us. We're gonna be recording a brand new episode that will be out, and it's gonna have a bunch of fun shit in it. It's gonna be a bunch of us. Talking yeah, it about won't games. be
1: a it won't be a depressing yeah. down episode like yeah. this one. No more. So if you're listening yeah. to this one, going these morose guys are bringing me down, and I'm not. We're just dealing with some stuff. We're cleaning out
0: the catalog, and we're we working be through back
1: it. with uh, a more engaging, more fun episode in the near future.
0: Yeah, exactly. So now go like drink some bitter tea. And like sift through some ashes. Maybe, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, eat eat a very, eat a lemon. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, in, do this, in this difficult time. Uh, so that's all I have to say, Adam. How about you, man? That's all I got to say about that, to quote Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, great. Uh, well, then we're going to see you real soon, LA. We are in you. Come hang out. Uh, Join us. Seriously, we're going to be releasing another episode within hours here. Uh, Come down to OricCon in Los Angeles by LAX. Hang out with us. Play games or whatever. All right. Maybe Uh, we can
1: walk down the streets of LA with our shirts off like Anthony Kiedis. That'd be fun.
0: You know, I I used to live by the bridge that the song Under the Bridge is about. I used nice. to live. I used, to, I used to walk past that bridge every single day. It, it didn't have anybody doing heroin underneath it, at least not when I walked by. Um, I think it, 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 that area has cleaned up a little they bit.
1: gentrified it.
0: Yeah. it? It's probably more gentrified now. Yeah. Um, But anyway, you know, if you want to show us some cool L.A. shit, uh, I may grab Adam at some point and drive him around L.A. and show him all the best RPG spots, fools. Sweet. And, and if you want to get in on that, just get in the the frickin' Brendan Mobile and drive around and uh, spend too much money on role-playing games, then uh, that's what we'll be doing. Alright, thanks for listening. I know it's been a bummer, but thanks for listening. We really appreciate you, and we hope that you had a better week than us and a better Valentine's Day. Uh, See you next time! See everyone on the flip side.